Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overplayed by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Alfa Romeo F1 Team Stake 2023 launch under new ownership and a new CEO in Andreas Seidel. Well, it's a really big year for the Swiss team. They will retain their existing driver lineup with Valtteri Bottas and Joe Guanyu behind the wheel of the new C43. I'm Martin Lee, joined by Autosports Grand Prix editor Alex Kalanokis this morning. What have we just witnessed? A bit of a new 23 car or what? Yeah, I think your wording's uh, great there, Martin. A bit of a new 2023 car. I think technically... Absolutely. I mean, compared to the, the 2022 car we saw from Red Bull and the livery, again, on a 2022 car that we saw from Williams, this, I think, will go down as the, as the first 23 car to be revealed from Alfa Romeo. But a little bit of, uh, little bit of, uh, sort of caution tapered in there. They've obviously put out, uh, the rendered images of what the car would look like in CGI, uh, via their official channels, via their press packs. These things always, they don't necessarily represent what the exact finished product is going to be because the teams naturally are going to want to sort of hide all their, all their, all their really key details that they hope they've been developing on over the winter just so the other teams can't get sort of a full handle on it. Uh, also, if you watch, if you were watching the live stream, if you notice when Valtteri Bottas and Joe Guanyu took the covers off the car, little things are slightly different to the renders. For example, the floor at the end doesn't have those, uh, those sort of amazingly aggressive and dynamic sort of fins that Alpha seems to be uh, going ahead with this year based on what was uh, what was in the renders. So slightly different. You think that's probably more of a show car or sort of an adapted repainted 2022 car. Uh, but yeah, officially the first 23 car we've seen. And doesn't it look great? I mean, the, the, certainly from a, a livery point of view, it's really nice, really nice different colour scheme again. Let's have a little knock at Red Bull. Finally, a team has made a bit of a change, and and Williams as well. They're essentially running their 2022 livery. So uh, yeah, a good uh, a good start to grab the headlines and grab the news for us. Yeah, it certainly there. looks different. No white on the car, which is interesting. It's all red and black. Now, can you just under, so help us understand what does this say about what this car is? Is it an Alfa Romeo? Well, no, they're just a title sponsor. It's their stickers on it. Is it a Ferrari? Well, mechanically, yes. But is it an Audi? Well, they now have equity in the team. So can you just explain how does this year play out? How do the next two years play out when it's not going to be an Alpha? And then when does it become an Audi? How does that work? Alpha has always been a, or, or sort of the, the the current era of Alpha has always been quite an interesting one because 
it's not a works team in the traditional sense. It's a total branding exercise. That that car, that team essentially is still Sauber. It's a customer Ferrari operation. And um, so yeah, so it, it, it you know it, it's very similar. You could almost argue that Aston Martin is the same in a way. It's a race team that calls yourself Aston Martin because it has the same owners, but it's not like say Ferrari where everything is totally developed uh, in house. Um, but yeah, also with Audi coming in for 2026, they don't have overall control of the team yet. They're gradually increasing their stake, so it's it's almost a little bit sort of it's like you know it's new territory in a way for F1. You've got one car manufacturer saying we are going to buy this team, and we have a significant stake in this team but it's running a total of uh, unrelated car manufacturers logos and name now obviously that that deal was in place um but yeah I, I, in terms of the livery changing i'm not sure that's a reflection of audi coming in obviously it does actually bear quite the resemblance to the uh the lmp1 cars that the deal or, or the liveries on the lmp1 cars that the audi uh, manufacturer was running back when it was in the world endurance championship before it left uh, several years ago but yeah i think if anything the sort of the black replacing the white potentially might be more of a weight thing now we know that alfa romeo was the only team uh, to be operating at the weight limit at the start in 2022 but it just you know it helps to be able to not have to have extra paint on that carbon fiber and um, but in terms of how the audi thing is going to evolve over the coming year i don't think we'll see a lot it will still be Alfa Romeo, run by Salba, everything we're going on in the background. Uh, and then gradually as it builds up towards 2026, the the the, you know, the stake will increase, the the funding will increase, and Audi will get uh, very visible. I think they're probably wisely gonna gonna stay quite quiet at the moment, let the Alfa Romeo deal play out and uh, and then crack on when it becomes the full Audi squad. Oh, it's gonna years. be fascinating to watch. Now Bottas says he hopes that this car is more of an all-rounder. So what does he mean by that? Well, it was interesting looking at Alfa Romeo last year. The sort of the team seemed to do very well when its opposition was struggling. So let's think about the beginning of the season, as I mentioned, at the weight limit when the others were above it and couldn't sort of put their ballast around, optimise their cars in terms of their setup around that. The team absolutely uh, made hay while the sun shone. Valtteri Bottas, very, very quick in qualifying, grabbed good points results. We saw Joe Guanyu get that magnificent uh, point on debut in Bahrain last year. So essentially, I think what Bottas is getting out there is he, he you, you want to be strong in your own terms. And that's obviously what Alpha is doing. They've spoken a lot about uh, changing sort of the, the, the rear end design, going into the gearbox casings, things like that. So they've obviously thought a lot about areas where they were struggling in 2022. And they've got the ambition they've got the you know the, the resources under the cost cap to be able to go and make these changes so it's all sounding very positive at the moment from Alfa Romeo but also I would say you know the teams it's a bit like how if you look at Red Bull the reason why Red Bull did so well one one of the reasons why Red Bull did so extremely well in 2022 was that they had a car that was competitive over a whole different range of tracks and that's ultimately the game you don't want a peaky car and it was interesting thinking back to Mexico. Suddenly, Bottas was up there again in qualifying. And it goes back to what I was saying about Alpha did well when others were struggling. So, yeah, I think he, he basically, essentially what he's saying there is, I want a better car, as all drivers will. But it don't, just doesn't want to have those sort of peaks and troughs that the 2022 Alpha was uh, was running with. So let's talk about management then. The departure of Frederick Vasseur to Ferrari. Not had their car launch yet. So we'll talk more about him uh, when we get round to them. But what impact will his loss have on the team? I know you followed his career uh, through the uh, coming up to Formula One and now in Formula One as well. So uh, you followed his career as well. What do you think the team will miss from him? I mean, they'll they'll just miss his own brand of very well respected leadership. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Martin, you and I recorded a podcast for Autosport the other day. We talked to we talked to Karun Chandok, who was witnessing Fred Vetter's leadership when Lewis Hamilton was driving for his GP2 team, uh, now Formula Two team, ART Grand Prix, and it's just clear how much 
drivers all throughout the years have respected Massero, and he's he's obviously able to get the best out of them. He's you know he's a, he's he's a well liked, well respected man in the paddock. He's it's it's fascinating to interview him because he it's it's quite fun actually. You know he he, he laughs at his own jokes. He makes you feel very at ease. I imagine the drivers get a similar thing, but at the same time, you don't want to cross it. He's uh, he can be he can be a forthright forthright man. Uh, I remember uh, interviewing uh, Sebastian Philippe, who runs the IRT Grand Prix operation. Also, rather an intimidating man. Uh, and he got a phone call. We were having this interview, and suddenly Fred Vasseur's name pops up, and he was like, ah, the boss. And it was very clear, this is not a man you leave hanging on the phone. So they're going to leave, they're going to miss that sort of dynamic element to it. Also, Fred is very well politically connected. Like, for example, his, uh, his Spark Racing Technologies company build all the cars, all the parts for Formula E and Extreme E. So he's a very good uh, political operator, business operator. So that's uh, that, that has gone from Alfa Romeo, and that is a blow, of course. Uh, but at the same time, they've gained Andreas Seidel, who I think if you talk to anyone in the Formula One paddock, especially in terms of sort of up-and-coming team bosses, you know, if you think of the established ones, Toto Wolff, Christian Horner, how many years have they been at the forefront of Formula One and, and clearly showing their qualities, Seidel was the one that everybody would. If you, if you were going to be starting an F1 team tomorrow, you'd, you'd, you'd probably say, I want Andreas Seidel to be there. Because again, the drivers had his respect. I remember he's, he's the helm, of course, the, the Porsche motorsport operation. They were coming into Formula E and I covered that championship. Speaking to the drivers there, some of those who were involved in that ultra-successful LMP1, the 919 uh, uh, LMP1 program that the team built from scratch, just talk about how 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 how, how keen they were to work for him. So they've lost Vasseur, Alfa Romeo, but they've gained Seidel. And when you think about, as I said earlier, this is a team that's building towards something. He seemed to be more in the background today. He was sat, you know, he wasn't front and centre answering questions in the launch. He was there in the audience, quietly visible, I'd say. That's what you want. So, no better, got sidle. Things are looking all right for Alfred. A mate. quick plug for that podcast with Karun Chandok you mentioned out this Thursday, along with Autosport Magazine. Karun's Big Questions 2023. He asks the big questions about Formula One. If you want to pick up the magazine, quick plug. Right, sixth in the championship last year. What aspirations have the team got for this year? I mean, ultimately, it's more points, more prize money. I think this is, as we've, as we, as we've mentioned, this is a sort of, it's not quite a, a treading water period for Alfa Romeo. It sounds negative, but it is, you know, you are, essentially they are waiting for Audi's arrival and for their, for their big change. But yeah, I think it is, it is all about that building up to the new, to the new period for Alfa Romeo, but it's what any team wants. It's, let's get let's get more points more prizes do better in the constructors championship uh, and, and it's interesting you know there are there are little things the team the team can build on you know i think um as i said very strong start to 2022 they're going to want to keep that going so it's what the drivers often talk about more consistency getting the best out of the team there were a few sort of strange operational things that went wrong last year i think most famously or most visibly anyway there was that weird penalty for team box there was like a team member crossing the pit lane in, in Brazil in one, in one of the races I can't remember if it was the sprint or the Grand Prix but nevertheless yeah, getting a little handle on that will be a key thing to do and then once you've got things running operationally totally slickly ideally as long as the car's competitive that again will translate into those points that all the teams are chasing but in this case Alfa Romeo the ones that we're talking about they're the ones that want them Awesome thank you Alex for your input on what is probably the first of the 2023 cars or at least what we're looking at the the back of it the gearboxy bit some of that is a little bit new and we'll take that and you know if it's not a livery launch or a season launch we get to see some new stuff but what is going to be coming next well we're hoping to see more obviously some of these cars we'll see before 
They shake down in pre-season testing with things like filming day, so we'll keep an eye on that as well. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel for the very latest news. Hit like if you like the video, and we'll do more like this. Hit subscribe so you never miss an episode, and we'll join you for our next car launch very soon. See you on the next one. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.